You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Emma Grace, and Emma told the story of the time she shit her pants at an Aldi. This week, I called Stephanie Weber in Chicago, and Stephanie and I talked about when she kind of got put through the ringer um, when she went to the doctor to get her IUD out. Here's Stephanie Weber. Liletta. Because I couldn't remember which one I had. And I still don't, like, as I'm talking to you right now. I think it is Liletta. It might be Skyla. Did you know if yours is three or five years? Um, seven years. Seven! So, oh, that's but, actually amazing. Yeah, well, when I got it, though, she was like, this is technically good for three years. And then, but, like, basically it was being like, this is good for seven years, but hasn't been approved yet. But you can just call a Planned Parenthood and like check in and see if it's been approved. And but they're like, basically yeah. So seven. I didn't know. I didn't know that it was either you or someone else. I think told me, told me that that like some of them had originally been approved for only three years, and then like recent testing advanced them, advanced them in technology. I don't know how to say that. Um, <laughs> but I had my ID for three years and it was coming up on the time to get it out because I thought I either had Skyla or Liletta like one of those um gorgeous Mormon names but I uh I don't know which one I know you have that like amazing joke about it and it's so true they all just sound like bitchy girl names in Utah or something um but I say Utah because I feel like Mormons are the ones that have like the experimental white people names you know yeah um like Brindley or whatever, but uh, okay. Sorry to make all the Brindleys that listen to your podcast mad, but <laughs> Brindleys and Mackenzies and Kalinas. So, so yeah. So I had to get it out, and um, I I went to this doctor, a uh, female doctor, and I was so scared because the last time I got my IUD put in, I wasn't told anything about it, and I got it at Planned Parenthood because I didn't have insurance and all that, and. Um, they didn't tell me, like, I knew it would hurt, but I didn't think it would hurt so bad. And I, like, started to pass out in the doctor's room. Oh, and wow. as I was, like, losing uh, consciousness, <laughs> the nurse was like, didn't you take anything? Um, and I was like, like, what? And she's like, you're supposed to take, like, four ibuprofen. And I was like, no one told me. And I just heard her go, oh, no. <laughs> and then I passed out for a little bit. <laughs> But nobody told me, so I don't know how they assumed I would know that information. Somebody did so, tell me. I, what? I somebody told me to do it. I I did it, but I don't. I can't remember why I knew that. I don't know why I knew that. I also feel like I was one of the first people that I knew to that got it. I think you got one shortly after. Um, yeah, I got so, it in 2016. Yeah, I was like a pioneer, I guess. This is kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> But we all did the panic IUD. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I got mine December 2016. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think think mine was in November. Like, I think I got it, like, two weeks after the election. Yeah. Um, Which was great. I mean, look, I love it. Love to raw dog it. It's so much fun. Um, We're having a blast (laughs) not worrying about those little sperm getting in there. But I, yeah, so I had to get it out, right? And I go, that was the last time. So this time I'm like, I am prepared Plus, I have real insurance. I found a real doctor. Amen. <laughs> it's going to be the best 
Japan in my life. So I took the four ibuprofen. I drove myself there. And uh, then we're there, and she's like, okay, did you take an Ativan or something like that? And I was like, no. Like, what? Why would I have that? What's an Ativan? <laughs> I guess it's like a sedative. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if it's like Xanax or something. I don't shockingly know that much about pills. Um, Me either. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that I've taken like a little bit of Adderall, um, and that just makes my brain like focus on the worst possible thought I could ever have. Yeah. Um, and it makes me skinny. So I don't really know <laughs> how other pills work. <laughs> I don't really know anything about sedatives. No, me either. Yeah. I. So. So yeah. So she said that to me, and I was like, "No. Do you guys have that? You know, thinking like you, the doctor." you probably got a supply and she's like we're not supposed to give you any this is just supposed to be like you taking this so it doesn't hurt because she's like this is like a procedure and then I got really scared and then she's like oh well I'll just give you alcohol um and I'm like what and she's like yeah I swear like I'll just give you a glass of wine and that that'll be fine people swear by it and so she puts me in a little doctor room I you know change out of my clothes super hot I'm in the little robe (sighs) And she comes back with a red solo cup of oh, prosecco. God. Prose- oh my god! I know. <laughs> Which is so funny because the solo cup for me felt very like I'm at a frat party, but I'm drinking prosecco, so it's like I'm a little bit cultured. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're like a sophomore. And prosecco is also point. just not really wine in my head. I no. was like, this is like a baby shower toast, you know, and I'm like yeah. trying not to have babies, so. <laughs> she, she, so she gives me and then like leaves because she's like, so just drink that and you're gonna feel great. And I down it; it's my medicine. And then I am <laughs> feeling buzzed. <laughs> she comes back, you know. She cranks me open, pries me open on the little, you know, um, American Horror Story uh, gynecological props oh, that they have yeah. in there. I know, I know it so well. So, such a favorite of mine that we can make so many advances in technology, but we have to make that look like it's a torture dungeon. Yeah. And so, my legs are propped in the air, horny, my labia's out or whatever, and um, <laughs> so hot, so horny. My boyfriend was on tour at the time, and he kept being like, God, I wish I could have, I could be there. Like, like in he the kept room? being like, I wish I could see it. <laughs> I was like... What fantasy is this that you have? <laughs> like, it's just a gynecology office. He's like, I know, but I, just, I want to see like all the tools they have. <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> so, yeah, so she's having on, and she's like, I am drunk. So she's talking to me, and I'm just like, yes, girl, work. And she. <laughs> She's, like, trying to also calm me down because as soon as she puts her little tools in there, I'm, like, all tense already. And she's, like, um, you know that they discovered IUDs by um, Berber Berber traders in Morocco were on camels and they wanted their camels to uh, not have to pee. Or she starts telling this crazy story about sticking pebbles into a camel's vagina. Okay. And that's the discovery of IUD. And as she's telling the story, she just goes, oh, no. And I was like, what? And she's like, I can't find it. And again, I feel super drunk. So I'm just like on my back and I'm like, what do you mean can't find it? (laughs) And she's just like, I don't, I can't, there's nothing I can do. It's not in here. And she's like, did you pee it out? (laughs) What? 
Is this woman a real doctor? What the fuck? Right. She's a doctor. And I was she's a doctor who did give me wine and no medicine. So <laughs> I don't know if she's Probably real, her but, um, wine too. <laughs> yeah, I think I actually just went to like a frat party. It was probably her um, office wine. <laughs> yeah. She like kicks back. <laughs> She's just like, this is Jill. Why did yeah, she have so, it? You know, I have a lot of questions. I have so many questions. But and then I even asked her after. I was like, wouldn't I know if it came out? And she's like, well, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. Because it didn't. Because I would have known. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so then I'm like, well, what is? what are our other options here? And she's like, it's just stuck in there then. Uh, yeah, I guess, like, the strings would not be cut, you know, short enough or whatever. So she's stuck in there. And so I was like, well, how do you get it out then? And she's like, we went to have surgery, but we have to find out if it's out or not. So you have to go get um, x-rays. And have you ever had an x-ray of, like, the inside of your vagina before? I have not. They've done my Yo. teeth. Wait, they've done, they've done what? My teeth. <laughs> That's, did you, do you have teeth in your vagina? No, they're in my mouth. I guess it's not, I guess it's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people like, you know, the myth of vagina, vagina dentata, you know about that, right? Mm-hmm. With your teeth in the vagina. I wasn't sure if that's, I wish. if that's your anatomy, if you're like a sea witch or not, but. <laughs> I would feel you, so special. Do you remember special. that movie, Teeth? I never saw it, but it was like kind of a legend in high school, this movie. I almost, my first like real boyfriend and I, we tried to go on a date to see Teeth. Um, but we were also both, yeah, we were also both virgins, and we had, like, tried to have sex, but, like, couldn't figure it out or something. Oh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> and we were on our way to the theater, and we literally stood outside the theater, having just had that experience, and we were like, I don't think we should see teeth together. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't see it. <laughs> um, congrats to us. And, uh, so, so anyway, so, like, I had to go get the, um, x-ray, and this amazing, like, Eastern European woman gives me the x-ray. And first of all, we, oh, we get there, and she's like, the form, your doctor filled out the wrong form. So I, I had to, like, my wait. God. I know. My, wait, is so this I'm the same the day? My, my doctor obviously was, like, drunk Mengele or something. Like, she just <laughs> wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't great, all right? <laughs> she didn't fill out the right form, so I had to sit there and wait forever. So we finally get it, and basically when they take a little vagina x-ray... They, it's like, I can only describe it as, like, a vibrator or a dildo. Like, it's, like, a vibrator with a um, camera on the end. <laughs> oh, wow. And they lube it all up. Oh, really, God. It's really hot and horny. They lube it all up, and then they stick it inside you. And so I'm obviously, like, very confused because it's, like, this feels like I should be on my way to coming, but I'm <laughs> actively not masturbating right now or being masturbated i am um i'm in a formal setting and i like i feel like i couldn't even crack jokes about you know any of it um (laughs) that's like like sexual harassment (laughs) if you do that right she like slides it in me and i'm like yeah take me out to dinner first (laughs) she's like hilarious this is my job (laughs) i asked her too i was like at one point i I was like can you see the iud because she could and i'm like oh can i see it and she's like no why i can see it and she just wouldn't like <laughs> I just wanted to see it. Sometimes they don't have a very good sense of humor about that. Not, not at all. And I kept being like, wow, well, you know, this feels kind of cold or whatever. And she's wouldn't, she's ignored me. But it was like <laughs> 20 minutes of her 
sticking the coldest, lubiest little, little <laughs> dildo inside of me and just, like, churning it to different angles. So it would be really interesting because it, it would be there, and then you'd be like, ooh. And then she'd turn it to a next angle, and you'd be like, oh, this hurts, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> it felt so it felt so weird and invasive, but also it's medically allowed somehow. This whole time, I'm just like, we don't understand women's medicine at all. And <laughs> whoever came up with all of this was like, my wife likes my penis in her, so what if I put a camera on my penis? You know, like, I don't get it. So... Wow, we get the x-rays, and then um, I finally go back to the doctor, and she, like, wouldn't see me. Like, I kept being, like, what was happening? Like, she wouldn't see me for a long time. They wouldn't really give me any information. It was a whole drawn-out thing, and I finally see this doctor, and the doctor that, like, gave me the alcohol, did all that stuff, wouldn't actually see me. It was, like, her aide that saw me. So then I was like, did you guys do something wrong? Like, what is happening here? And, um... What they ended up doing is they were like, it's in there, but we can't get it. So you have to go see someone else so that they can, like, either give you a surgery or do something. But we can't do that. And then they give me a parting gift, which is my IUD, which my new one. So We, like, in a box? <laughs> yes. So I, I fully have. I left with an IUD in a box like and I was like can I bring this to a doctor and they're like yeah and I'm like I don't think I can like I don't think you can BYO IUD I've never (laughs) heard of that and I felt like I left like you you know I know in Mad Men when like Peggy Olsen is like quitting and she leaves and all her stuff's in the box she has her sunglasses on and she's like fuck these guys like I had that attitude as I was leaving the doctor's office (laughs) but my box was an IUD fully um but they were like, oh, they're expensive, so you should keep it. And I'm thinking, like, can you just give it to someone else? Like, I truly didn't know what to do. So I, I had to go see – I had to see do the process all over again, see a new doctor. She was going to see me. I go to this woman um, that they – oh, they suggested it. She put the name of this other woman on a post-it note and told me to call her. Um, and I called this woman who, like – She's amazing. She's also Eastern European. She has, like, a short bleach blonde haircut, like, crazy glasses. And all over her 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 office were these signs for a vaginal rejuvenation procedure that she created. Oh, wow. <laughs> so she's this whole – she has all these signs that are just like, are you old and have children? Like, you deserve to feel life again. And it's, like, oh. <laughs> like all these surgeries that she does – to make your vagina like tight again tight and strong oh my god so that's who i'm seeing to get the idea out of me and replace it and <laughs> she i she gets me on the stirrup she pries me open and then she's like um oh also she couldn't give me anything and i was told that they would be able to give me stuff so i'm going in cold again Yikes. and she, i was like you guys told me you could like i asked on the phone this time i the other doctor said you'd give me something i thought this was going to be a surgery and she's like, no, 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 I can just pull it in. Like, I, I can do it. And she, like, shoves, she fists me, basically. She shoves her fist up my oh. little tight, little hot little pussy that's been so <laughs> ravaged and damaged at this point by med- medical industries. And she's like, I feel it. <laughs> so she felt it. No one else did. <laughs> but she's like, listen, I am not the barbarian. I do not want to pull this out of you. It will hurt you if I do it without the medicine, so you have to do it all over again. 
you have to get medicine. I cannot do it. I truly don't know why none of them will just do it. And I was like, at this point, just yank it the fuck out. Like, I don't care. I've been through now at this point, three months of this bullshit. And, um, then she goes, wait, which one do you have? <laughs> and, uh, I just remember by the way, cause I do have the IUD box that I mentioned. It is a Mirena. So I have a Mirena <laughs> and she, she's like, Oh, they approved that for five years. And I'm like, who would have told me this information? So as I'm there in stirrups, she's like, call your doctor. <laughs> so I called the original Planned Parenthood. I asked them which one I had. They said Mirena. Then I was like, do, when, should, when do I get it out? And they said, oh, you have an additional two years. Oh, my so God. So we close up shop. We close up my legs. I have, I still have my Mirena. She said, it's still good. I have the inside me and I have the box I was given. It's in my closet with my cat litter. Like, <laughs> I went through three months of all that for nothing. But what the doctor the did say, she's like, you're super tense, so you really should be drugged next time you do this. <laughs> <laughs> so oh that my was God. it. I mean, that's my IUD horror story. And I'm the one that lived it so that none of you have to. <laughs> Make sure they don't cut the strings too short, but this vaginal rejuvenation lady can feel it. She knows it's in there. So Good God. I know. It's a it's a horror story. It's not so much a disgusting story as it is just like a full on um teeth level female health story of yeah. horror. That's what I yeah. I feel like everyone has one like like where they just like you're like, Why did this happen to me? Like also, that, time. that always like, happens to me too with, when they're like, well, not anymore because now I'm kind of a pro at, um, <laughs> at getting a pap smear. I've done it quite a couple, few times now, but um, at the beginning she would be like, okay, so can you just, just relax a little bit? I can't really get the tool. And I would like take a deep breath and be like, okay, I'm relaxed. And she was like, uh, nope, you're still really <laughs> clenched. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know I how don't to. Know how to he was like, I, yeah, I don't know how to loosen up down there. It was like. <laughs> I'm also like, being clenched is what all the boys like. So, you know, I don't know. <laughs> she was how... like, it'll hurt less if you can relax. And I was like, I love <laughs> And like, I have done so many kegels so that I'm never relaxed down there. So <laughs> yeah. I can't. When, when you have like metal dungeon tools down by my little lips, I can't do that. <laughs> it's like a marble statue of a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Rock hard. <laughs> I'm proud of its tightness. Like, I can't suddenly loosen up. Um, um, wait, but yeah, when I, when was this? So, like, when do you have to get it out now? In 2021, I think. Oh, okay. But I guess I'll have to call again and see if that's true. Because if they just keep extending it, then whatever. Oh, yeah. You might have seven years. So. <laughs> do you have this fear? I have this fear that I actually... Um, like that nothing works anymore like I'm like maybe I just actually can't get pregnant and I'm just doing all of this for nothing do you have a bad fear oh yeah all the time I always think that I'm like why don't I get all this out and I'm like okay time to have a baby and um I just can't and I did all of that for no reason I fucked with my hormones I could have been the juiciest wettest lubest (laughs) little pussy in the world all natural, no hormones and I didn't know it yeah all the pills and all the oh yeah that would be that would be a bummer. Because I've been on the pill forever. Like, or I was on the pill. Me too. And then I took this. So I don't. I truly don't know what it's like to not be a hormone-ravaged, yeah. um, 
ecosystem of terror down there, you know? I know, and I feel really evened out. And even on the pill, I always felt, I felt pretty good. I didn't uh-huh. feel, like, hormonal, but it, like, I do wonder, like, what it would be like to be on nothing. I know. Like. I mean, let's both go off of it and name our children after our pills. <laughs> Oh, Skylar and Morena. Skylar and Morena are so cute together. They're best friends. <laughs> have fun every day. Well, you heard but it here. Like, you heard it here first. Like... A pregnancy pact. Oh, we have a pregnancy pact now. We just did one. They are binding so you, legally. You were saying like I for the first couple of years too, and I feel like after this, um, the first like two and a half years on my IUD. My acne was bad, and I, like, didn't really get periods. My periods were so weird. And now I feel like I do get normal periods, and I don't have acne. So I don't know what happened, but it took my body, like, a full two and a half years to get used to this. I had, like, a bad, like, year, I would say, where, like... But I was getting... Well, when I first got it in, I had my period for, like, 35 days in a row, just, like always on my period and then it kind of tapered off but yeah I had that's like when Jesus was in the in the desert yeah (laughs) (laughs) the same situation except I had hormonal acne too and Jesus didn't have that we don't know for sure because they don't they don't tell you about that stuff because it's you know uh, they don't mention that in the bible Jesus was like guys I'm actually like really insecure about this so please don't can you not write that down (laughs) don't don't talk about it (laughs) there's a guy like like pounding it into stone and he's like fuck I got it <laughs> guys stop <laughs> yeah I guys all oh, that's my Jesus impression it's actually super founded by science um <laughs> I read a lot of the bible but I love I mean I like my I'm terrified to get it out now that all of this happened yeah because they made it sound like it was gonna be so horrific. I don't really know. I still don't know what pills I'm gonna take. I just want them to fucking knock me out like I'm at the vet. Like that's okay. They I do wanna... that. They yeah. do that at the doctors as well. You... <laughs> you don't have to be at the vet. <laughs> no, I want it to be like a cat having surgery. You know, <laughs> or like I a woman be like having surgery. I take my cat on an airplane. <laughs> yeah, just take a couple of uh, Benadryls. Yeah, that's what I should do. I should just fully be asleep. I should yeah. think Valerian root, like, witch teeth yeah. <laughs> and be knocked out. But I, because I like, and part of me is also like, what if I just don't ever have to take it out? Like, can I just keep testing the limits until I have a baby that is born with this plastic in its head from <laughs> when I conceived Ooh, it with my yeah, that would not, that would really. I bet that would really fuck up a baby to be in there with that thing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they'd be forever mad at me. It comes but... out like holding it in his hand, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Oh well, you know, mommy didn't want to take it out. <laughs> mommy was more scared of this." I yeah, but now I feel a little bit more normal, even though like you barely get your period, but I during the pandemic have had some truly weird periods, like true like black ink Rorschach tests coming out of me oh, type yeah. of periods. It's been weird. When I do get mine, it is very, like, dark. Yes. Yeah. Same. And then I I felt like I leveled off a little bit, and then in the last couple months, I've had, like, dark brown, black periods. Yeah, I don't know. Is everything okay? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) 
Okay, so on our live show, we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting, ladylike stories, and these are some of those stories. And, okay, this, the first one, I pooped my pants while at the theater watching Walk Hard. <laughs> and then it says, That is so funny. They had, they had norovirus. Oh, well, they didn't have to. They didn't have to add that part. No, I think it maybe because it, was... it went from what? I think it went from being like a fun goof to like, oh, now I feel sad. You have a virus. They were very sick, which but... is like great. I don't want to feel sad. It does make sense. Th- okay. I mean, to shit your pants at that movie makes sense to me. Have you? Okay, what is? Have you snuck in like food to a theater? Uh yeah. What is, like, the wildest thing that you snuck into a theater? Well, it wasn't me, but it was one of my friends. Like, we were, like, sitting down, and this is, like, in high school, and he showed up and sat down, and he had a full Little Caesars pizza. (laughs) Like, I don't know where he put it or how he got in. I think he, like, must have put it in a bag or something, because it was, like, all, like, kind of fucked up, but, yeah. That's disgusting, truly, to try to get a whole pizza in there. But, you know, they sell pizza there, so I guess people, at some movie theaters. Not for $5 for a whole pizza. I'll tell you what. Saturday night, Saturday night viewing of Inception. I brought in a full (laughs) Thai curry meal. Ooh. And I didn't realize, I don't know why I didn't realize that that theater would be full. Completely full. <laughs> and it smelled so much. It was me and my friend. And so we had pad thai and curry. And we, the second we brought that out, everyone around us was looking at us like, um, no, well, you, you can't do that Those here. are also so, like wet so foods. Those are hard to eat, like, not in the dark. <laughs> it's very sauce-based. Yeah. It's very pungent. So. It's like chopstick food, too. Like, <laughs> yes. I think I got embarrassed and I put it away, but my friend was like, I have to finish this before it gets cold, so just kept eating it. I had, I brought, I brought half of a lox bagel sandwich onto an airplane. I think that's one of the worst things I've ever done. Um, oh, that is very gross. Because it was pungent, um, but I was hungry, and so I kind of, like, I kind of <laughs> hid it in my sleeve and would, like, sort of, like, take little sneaky bites. In your sleeve. Like, I was kind of, like, holding it, like, discreetly. <laughs> I gotta say, one time, like, New York City is obviously the grossest place in the world. Everyone can agree. A New York City subway yeah. is where you're gonna see the worst things you've ever thought imaginable. And on a crowded subway, one night, everyone was drunk and disgusting. This person, everyone was standing, too. This person standing next to me and my friend was eating, like, like grocery store sushi and washing it down with orange juice. Wow. <laughs> and it was Tama. hot. It was just like a summer night. Everyone's standing. <laughs> I'm like, this is so gross. This is grosser than someone like masturbating in the corner to me. This idea of like hot fish. <laughs> um, I think it was like Billy Dean posted a story, like an Instagram story of he was like waiting for the train and there was a full human turd like on the ground on the platform and then there's a guy standing next to it eating soup (laughs) (laughs) okay that is gross what a i mean can he not smell it you gotta wonder i have a did he do it i (laughs) was it his shit and then he finishes it off with some soup having a hot stew oh 
That is very gross. Lord of heaven. Um, okay, here, I ha- here's another one. It says, this is not a gross story, but I asked the most popular girl in high school if she wanted to play, and she told me, no, we call it hanging out now, and I'm still embarrassed. <laughs> we call it hanging out now? She's like, so do you want to play? <laughs> that is so visceral, because I think that we all had to make that adjustment, and we I can't even remember when that was, but yeah. Yeah. That's, There's a difference rough. between do you want to hang out and do you want to come out and play? We hang out. We hang out now. Okay, Melissa. Shut up, Carrie. <laughs> Everyone's just naming the person that told them that. Wow. Yeah, to be the, like, first cool girl must have... Th- I can't imagine what the pressure that would have been. When I was in, like, junior high and I, I, like, thoroughly wasn't cool, I remember being in the bathroom with um, one of the cool girls. Like, there were these two girls that were cool. They were from... We all, we all came from different schools and, like, merged together in junior high. So it's like these two queen bees from their previous schools were now together and now obviously had to form an alliance. But you could tell there was some contention sometimes. I thought they were best friends until this time I was in the bathroom and I overheard Melissa talking about Callie. And <laughs> Melissa was talking to somebody and being like, sometimes Callie's like a baby. Like she wants, she asked me if I wanted to like have a slumber party and watch movies. And I was like, um, no, I want to hang out with boys. Oh God. <laughs> and I was like, seventh grade and I felt so bad in that moment I realized like okay well I like Callie as the queen bee over Melissa because Callie's just more innocent she's more pure and really that's sort of the coolest thing you can do is not is not give a shit and Mm -hmm. do the thing you want to do yes unfortunately and part of me wanted to come up to Callie and say I want to watch movies but I knew she would have been like you I don't (laughs) like you Um, but she did comically you know and I'm not going to say her full name you know, because I don't want people to know. But she she sat in front of me in English class, and she had the classic, she wore white pants and then got her first period moment. Oh. And she stood up, and I saw it, and then Melissa came running up to her and was like, oh, my God, we have to go to the bathroom right now. Poor Callie. I know. I hope she's okay right now. I think I looked her up on Facebook, like, three years ago, and she's still really gorgeous, so she's fine. <laughs> she's fine. I've never wore white pants in my life, and I never will. Never in my life. My thighs will not allow it. What? What a liability. I, it's just... <laughs> it's brave. It's a brave thing to do. It's even... I have, like, a white dress, and even that, sometimes I feel like I'm pushing it. I mean, just stains alone. Just, like, when I drop food on myself. Like, but even... And then when my body... <laughs> when my body stains itself, is like, good lord. And I'm, I'm always, like... It's not that I'm dropping food... But I feel like I splash myself a lot. Like, yeah. I, I think I just drink, like, coffees or Kool-Aids or anything, wines, hard. Yeah. Where I get, like, a <laughs> splash back. <laughs> and then it's on me. Um, okay, I have one more. I love it. I found a pube on my desk at work today, and I have no idea where it came from or whose it is. <laughs> Ooh. I think this is so many things. Oh, I'm burping. I think this one's funny because to assume it's a pube, yeah, is because it could be, you know, it could be like a chest hair or something. Or I was thinking a beard hair, something yeah. like that. And it could be yours. Like I, if I when yeah. I see a pube anywhere, my pubes are kind of wily. You know, I things aren't things aren't like well maintained in my bush garden. Yeah. So. Uh, my pubes can be anywhere at any time. 
I would always assume it was mine. Yeah. (laughs) Mine are like, I like, I'm trying to figure out like, I'm thinking about getting like a beard balm or something because like, uh-huh. I've tried to condition. It's not nothing's working. It's ruining all my pants. Like it's <laughs> your your pubes are ruining your pants. Okay, not my pants, but they do ruin my underwear. They like blow through the front of my underwear. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see that. My um, I I hate. I mean, I love the summer, but I never notice it until I am in a bathing suit. The the rogue thigh hairs, you know, the bikini oh, like, line hairs. Yeah. And I'll always miss. I always miss. And then I have, like, gross little bumps. I just don't look cool and hot and, like, a Brazilian <laughs> model on the beach. I look very... It's like, it's like a pube that, like, struck out, like, like for... <laughs> like, was going west. <laughs> Our live story comes from Emma Grace. Emma is a performer and singer-songwriter in Chicago, and this was recorded in October of 2018. Here's Emma Grace. Um, 
morning after, but still. Um, and then I walked to Aldi and uh, grabbed bacon. And then I'm in the juice aisle. And I'm, I'm wearing the dress that I wore last night and put it back on. And I decided not to wear underwear. I usually don't wear underwear when I have a show. It's like a good luck charm thing. <laughs> um, yes, I'm not wearing underwear now. <laughs> so I, I was in the juice aisle. And uh, I was looking at the orange juice. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I got to pass gas. And I farted. But it wasn't a fart. It wasn't a fucking fart. It was like this liquid that just like shot down my podcast. I've been here with Stephanie Weber. Yeah, everyone can follow me on Twitter at Steph underscore Eloise. I do have a book coming out later this year, but the exact date isn't set in stone yet. So just follow me. My book, Nothing Nice to Say. It's my first uh, published novel is coming out this year. Um, so everyone can read um, that, I think, November, but we're not sure exactly because the uh, election might make every every possible news thing and, and fun uh, thing in anyone's life explode. So we'll see. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. The live show is produced by myself, Lucia Whalen, and Elise Fernandez, and the theme song is from Natalie Grace Alford. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.